Thank you for listening to Write Jokes, Wrong Times. Today I was joined by writer Ashton. You can follow him on Instagram at Eye of the Writer. We started the podcast talking about Rubik's Cubes. Every once in a while I can like piece it together from memory, but I actually am teaching my son. My son can do the like top level and middle level of a Rubik's Cube right now. And it's actually harder. A lot of people think it's easier, but it's actually harder to do the two by two. So he can do like a little bit of the two by two. I can actually do the two by two because it cuts out the step that I forget. <laughs> so <laughs> you just forgot one step and it was like perfect. Yeah, basically, I forget the step that like almost completes a three by three and like what the two by two eliminates that step. So I look like the man with the two by two. And then I step up to the three by three. And my son is like, have you ever touched one of these before? <laughs> But dude, going back to what you were saying about like walking around the house, I am the worst about that, dude. I, if I get a phone call, I pace around like, I I look like an animal at the zoo that's been there too long in too small of an enclosure when I get a phone call because I pace around anywhere that I'm at. Oh my gosh. It was just this dazed look in your face. Just <laughs> your, your mind somewhere else. Let me ask you, how have your sets been going the last couple of weeks, man? Oh, well, you know what? If you haven't seen it in the past two weeks, I am actually the new king of comedy in San Antonio. I figured. Uh, I figured. I was like, <laughs> if I take two weeks off, by the time I have Ryder on here, he's going to be the king of comedy. I'll come back. This podcast will be the shit. Watch out, Joe perfect. Rogan, I guess. Perfect timing. I've been doing nothing crazy new that you would be uh, like shocked that I have. It's been pretty much the same set just uh with the smaller uh adjustments and uh i'm trying to get more a little more confident with it um so I'm, my stage presence is a little better i think but um nothing nothing's too uh changed too much you know anything you wish i changed anything you i wish anything you see me do on stage and go like if you like why would you do this absolutely absolutely i'll give it to you right now i got it preloaded Every time you're on stage at the Blind Tiger and you reach up and to like, you know, just like up in front of you to make some kind of point or whatever, there is a fire sprinkler right there. And it scares the shit out of me every time that you're going to hit it and all of us are going to be covered in this like terrible gross water. Oh, that'd be great. Water that hasn't flown since like the 1800s when it was built there. Exactly. Every time you wave around your hand, specifically you, because you're already so tall. That I'm like, dude, his hair is going to catch it one day. But, dude, oh. your hand, I'm like, every time, I'm like, don't don't tell him because it's so weird. But, yeah, so I got that one preloaded for you, Ryder. I don't know if you wanted to hear that today, but I hope you go home knowing that now. And if you're home, I hope you lay in bed thinking about this at night. You know what? I'm at home in my bed right now as is. A- and I, you know what? I just forgot about it. God damn it. Well, put your <laughs> pants back on. That wasn't in the requirements. I asked you to think about a joke of yours that works on stage for me, man. So what do you have for me there? Oh, what joke that works for me on stage? The one joke that I like, uh, the one I had for you today was the uh, the joke I do about uh, bouncing. Or when I used yeah. To, uh, Is that the technical term, bouncing? I don't know about technical. <laughs> On my paycheck, it just said door. But like, so. if you were a bouncer and you were like, I bounced last night. I bounced? What's a pat? Uh, would you be like, yeah, dude, I bounced last night? No, I would just be like, I had a terrible time. <laughs> if I had to That's do the job. technical term. But yeah, t- technical term would be, it was terrible. I never want to go back there again. See me Friday. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> the the joke I have that works is, uh, is the joke I have about uh, when I used to work security at a uh, bar where uh, USA. I used to work uh, 
there's the word. Uh, You're trying to avoid bounce so hard. I love it. You're trying to avoid bounce so hard. I used to used to work as uh, security, and uh, I was really terrified of confrontation because my boss would be like, "Hey, you got to go kick that guy out," and I would say like. What if he says no? Did you get promoted to that job? How do you land in a job where you're scared of confrontation, where first thing you'd want to have them not having an issue with is confrontation? I got that job because I knew uh, a buddy of mine worked at the, worked out at the same gym as I did. Right. And he got me, um, he was like, hey, I know you need a job. So He's like, I know the perfect place for you, bro. Yeah. And then he was like, you, you'll be fine. And I was like, sure. And then a- I basically lied to myself uh, about You were so uncomfortable with confrontation, you couldn't tell him, like, dude, I, that's not a good fit for me. <laughs> you were like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll be there. Oh, well, yeah. No, I can't. I can't tell them I'm afraid of it because then that would be, you know, confronting them about my fears. <laughs> and then they'd be like, oh, what if we get you to face your fears? And then it's a whole and then I'm back to square one. How long have you bounced? Oh, uh, no, that was like uh, four years. And... Um, would never really consider myself a real bouncer. Oh, so you won't eat, like you kind of no, tried no, no, to no. steal bouncing valor. No, I, I never did. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I just worked the door. I don't let the muscle necessarily. I meet other door guys, and I'm like, I'm not going to say I was one of you guys because I'm in the kind of shape that people would see like how tall I am, but then they would look at the rest of me and go like, well. I don't believe you. Yeah. Also, I found out like uh, it's a lot easier to talk people out of stuff than just go straight to fists. Okay, you'd be a terrible bouncer if you were talking people into fights, Ryder. Unless you were like looking for a reason to bounce. Have you ever had to go in house on your bouncing? Like, dude, I have. To, I'm sorry to do this to you, but I have to bounce you out of here. Oh, I usually say like, "Hey, man, it's time to go." And then most of the time, if you if you deliver that like gently but also like firmly. It just it is what it is. You gotta go. Usually, as long as you're not like throwing your fist at them while you do that, they'll leave. But uh, also, I, I worked at a you know a bar with a lot of regulars, so people kind of knew how things went. So it wasn't like a like a Buffalo Wild Wings or like a college bar where I'm constantly throwing down with everybody like every night. So I asked you to think about a joke of yours that you have that doesn't work on stage. So what do you have for me there, man? Oh, all my jokes about milk. All your jokes about milk. So why did you limit it limit it to the milk? No, I'm joking. Uh, dude, so all your jokes about milk. Does that crush you as somebody who loves milk? Yes, it does. I would have thought minimum, minimum 2% would have worked. It just, I don't know. So, I feel like there's no, uh, like, they're just like uh, surface level jokes about milk that pretty much most people could do, which is why I kind of like fall in and out of love with it so quickly. So not too concerned with it, like that, that they don't uh, work, but it does dishearten me a little. So do you have a specific joke that you've tried with milk that doesn't work? A specific one about milk. Oh, I know the one. Cause all I've heard so far is milk. <laughs> like uh, what's a joke the, the, that you had that didn't work on stage milk. Um, <laughs> Do you guys ever drink so much milk they call you Big Leche? <laughs> I actually like that one. That one maybe I I probably ruined a recording or something because that one like crippled me one time. Another one was uh, my top three white drinks of all time. Jesus, milk has got to be number one, followed by horchata. 
I actually have some horchata right now. I love horchata, bro. Dude, can I tell you, when it comes to white drinks, I had to stop ordering white Powerades because I was at QT one time and they used to have a deal where you could buy like two Powerades, right? The only Powerade worth a damn is whatever the the white flavor is. I don't even know them, know the flavors. I just know them by the colors, right? And I'd forgotten to grab one of the white Powerades and I shouted across the QT. They were like, oh yeah, that guy can get it. I was like, hey man, can you grab me a white Powerade? And I realized as I was saying that, that I was shouting (laughs) white power. And I was like, okay, never again. You never shout that again. (laughs) Do you want to know why I had to shelf my milk jokes? Oh, Jesus. Because they went bad. <laughs> I, I respect that hustle. As a dad, work. as a dad, I think you just you just took my mustache and my kids. <laughs> now go get some cigarettes and I'll see you in 20 years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you could let my kids down from now on. So I know that you've like tried to write a bunch of jokes about milk. It sounds like from what you're saying, basically in general, pretty much every joke about milk you aren't at least satisfied with. Is that about right? Yeah. It's just, it's just the, I guess the, what I have to, if I could put it down, like nail it on something, it's like, uh, I just nail it, right? I have like a, there's a, there's no personal, like real personal connection to it yet. There's no real personal connection to the thing that you love and talk about all the time. Yeah. Because I feel like it has to be more than, uh, more than that. Do you need to light candles for the set? <laughs> no, but I th- I feel like there has to be a, a deeper connection than just like, I like it a lot, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, light candles, bro. I could get Sherry's Berries involved. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm just, it's, they're um, pun intended on the shelf right now. So Jesus, I'll revisit, I'll revisit them like whenever I revisit them. But, you know, it's just nice. I found it's just not worth uh, pursuing yet. Yeah, the joke I love Bob every night. This is actually what I think I'm most excited for with you is to talk about what you're writing about now, man. So what are you writing about now? What I'm writing about now is I'm writing a bunch of roast jokes that probably going to never use again after Tuesday. Nice. Those are those have been uh, kind of fun to do because I've never really written for a specific target. Right. But uh, after that, I've I've been writing more about. um, Do you like to roast people? I love to. You know, I I don't like to roast people. I feel like it's uh, I, I like to do that like when it's in the moment and it feels like more natural. But I don't really try to go out of my way just to because I feel like when I do that, it just does, it comes off meaner and just not as funny. Yeah, I think pretty much anybody not in the moment who just wakes up in the middle of the night, you like you know what, fuck Joey Smith. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's fair to say. <laughs> no, but what I'm like working on right now is. Um, on a few dating jokes and working on a few um jokes about my living situation right now right oh it's it's there's a there's a, a bunch of working pieces right now that i i gotta sort out in real life before i can you know nail down on paper you know what i mean like like you ever have something going on during the moment where you're like this is a great joke but in order for you to like dig deeper you need to have everything settle like uh in life and then uh, when then you can get back to it and like uh, see it uh, like objectively without everything changing every other day. I'll tell you uh, what I was sitting there thinking about. So sorry to be silent, but I was trying to think of a single time in my life that I feel like I could have said that I my life was settled and I could revisit something. 
And the reason that I say that is three weeks ago was like one of the craziest weeks of my life when it came to doing stand-up comedy, right? And mostly open mics. I did the Blind Tiger at the end of the week on Friday, right? But otherwise it was open mics. That whole week was crazy because I was quitting the current job that I was with. And I felt like when I was going to grab the microphone that I was going to like burst out crying and everyone was going to call the cops. I had some of the most raw and real sets of my life then. And I was thinking about not doing stand-up comedy because I was like, you know what, let me wait until my life is settled. And like I said, I sitting here now, I didn't then, but sitting here now, I'm like, I'm so glad I didn't wait for my life to be settled then. I can't think of a certain time in my life that my life has ever been settled that I could revisit stuff like that. You know what I mean? Well, I don't mean, I don't think mean like life settling it is like a whole, like it's settled. Like now it is all just done. Like, I mean, I, I think I mean more like uh, the, like what's going on right now is like, like a few months in the rear view mirror and I'm I got you. something else, but it's more like, I have more facts and information at that point than I do now. Hey, you know, facts and information have no, no bearing on at least this podcast. God damn it. Oh, I know. This is, if you want facts and information, you should not be listening to my voice right now. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, I I feel like I can't um, do too many, like, um, I can't make up too many things just because uh, then my mind just starts telling me, well, why are you lying? Um, I get that stretch a few things, but I can't go like full on. Like it does help more that it like, uh, because I I didn't feel like when I was doing my uh, uh, sets earlier this month that when I did like think that things were more like close to home and uh, raw, like you were saying earlier this week, that it was like better. Uh, Right. More as when like I'm making up things and like filling in blanks that I don't necessarily know are true. Then my brain kind of goes like, well, why would like (laughs) we actually know this like this is well or if if i find out information that contradicts what i have in the joke then it's just like well yeah my 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 mind just starts like contradicting myself and like just saying well what we know that's not true so what's the joke now so it's i it's more like a personal issue for me i guess i can't like i wish i could be the absurd guy that'd be great like if you told a joke and then afterwards they were like yo man like actually magnum condoms do fit most people your height you know what i mean <laughs> and you're like oh, i guess i yeah. can't do that joke anymore <laughs> yeah no that's all i've been working on what i've been working on right now is um just a joke about um uh some some dating um and also like uh my roommates which you know that's always fun oh i'm interested to see what uh what pops up this next month what i can write for what i can joke about this upcoming month because i don't know what's going on there's like (laughs) nice i get new information like i'm surprised every day so it's like excited to see what's coming up forward well dude thanks for doing this with me today man oh thank you man thanks for uh finally uh inviting me